Louise Cooney's Open Book, a Go Loud original podcast. Hi, you're very welcome back to Open Book, presented by Go Loud. And I'm so excited to tell you today that we have a very special guest. She is my best friend, Dervla Toll. She is also known as Bella Zora on Instagram. And if you're into your fitness or you're into your food or your fashion, I'm sure maybe you know about her online. We are also both pregnant within a week of each other. Like, what are the chances? So I thought it would be nice to have her on the pod today to chat all about pregnancy, about expecting a baby. She's already got a two-year-old son, Killian, who's just the cutest thing ever. So we're going to just chat about motherhood, pregnancy and everything in between. So I hope you enjoy this chat. Dervla, thanks so much for joining today. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you on. I know, it's so crazy. We're turning our voice messages into a longer conversation. I know. <laughs> We're official. And if that's what's happening, I feel like we could be set up for a really long podcast yeah. today. Yeah. Derv is known to send podcasts as voice notes. So. <laughs> and at the end of everyone, I'm like, thank you for listening to my podcast. <laughs> so I'm yeah. so excited to have you on today. Obviously, you're my best friend, but also we're pregnant at the same time. I know. Like, what are the chances? So crazy. It still hasn't hit me. It was the best day ever finding out your news. Like, it was just incredible. So. I know. I feel like we'll move into yeah, the we'll pregnancy there. later. I <laughs> Before I start crying. For people who don't know you you work in google you have a blog online where you do like fitness cooking Mm -hmm. little bits of fashion and just life yeah lifestyle really yeah definitely we met nine years ago now nearly 10 isn't that crazy yeah oh my god next year's our 10 year anniversary we worked Mm. in tourism ireland together over in new york derv had been there for a year and i came over then i was on the same graduate program and I remember looking you up because I was like, oh, there's a girl. Yay. <laughs> I, I moved say. over with two boys who were starting as well. And I was like, oh, I need my girl. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she looks great. Like She looks like so much fun. She looks like she's up for doing things. And I had already signed you up as a best friend yeah, before yeah, I'd like even it. met you. Yeah. But uh, you were sick for the first month I was there. I remember. And I was like. Oh my God, she doesn't like me. (laughs) (laughs) Will she ever be in? (laughs) And then we hit it off. My God, that actually brings me all the way back. Because I looked you up to. <laughs> I know, we're like babies. Um, but I was like, oh my God, so happy to hear you were coming over. And actually, I know the way like people fall in love in Love Island very quickly. I feel like we fell in love very quickly. <laughs> we just because had that connection. We didn't have that long together, realistically. And we were like already traveling together and going yeah. on trips and happy oh, hours. So and many funny stories. We just had the best time. In Derv taught me the art of looking busy. <laughs> Even when you're not that busy. <laughs> We'd be like sending each other links to Black Friday sales over and back. Yeah. What do you think of this dress? <laughs> yeah, the art. Kind regards. <laughs> the art of flagging our way into nightclubs and yeah. Oh my God, yes. It got crazy. Oh my God. For a while. Yeah, remember so we went out one night and it was really snowy and we were trying to go see Jason Derulo, wasn't it? No, we just went for dinner and then we decided to go to a club. Okay, where Jason Derulo was and we couldn't we get in. We didn't know he was there. So we <laughs> couldn't get in. It was too busy. We were like, ah, there was a party on next door where it was like an open bar, a work like a party. We didn't know. Yeah, yeah. We didn't know who what it was for, but we talked our way into that. We were like, this is way better. It's Empty free dance drinks. Floor. Yeah, like, so we were away. dancing away and someone came up and said, do you want to go downstairs to Ja Rule? <laughs> We were like, yeah, uh, rule. I was like, who? 
obviously not to them, but I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah. cool, let's go. <laughs> we went down anyway, and it was just so funny. Ended up being there, yeah, in like dressing room. Yeah, and it was like fruit platters and bottles of water, and we're like, hello, Sharul. Yeah, no <laughs> idea. I've only learned since like who he was and stuff. How are you keeping? And we'd sneak out. That's one of the funny stories. We'd yeah. sneak out of well, we go on our lunch break to Top of the Rock when we did oh, that. Yeah, taking all the tourists. That was a good lunch break. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and like walking down Fifth Avenue and everything is just so incredible that we got that experience. Yeah. And then we went on one weekend trip to Miami and it was the Super Bowl weekend. Oh and it was like a terrible snowstorm in New York. So our flight was cancelled and we got stuck there another night. The dream. And we ended up flying like across America to get back to New York. <laughs> yeah, we had like a day in Nashville and... Yeah, we were just loving it. It's so spontaneous like that. Like as a planner, mm-hmm. I feel like we really went with the flow. Yeah. Pool parties and everything. Spontaneous pool parties and everything. And then you moved back and you weren't yeah. long in towards Marland here, were you, before you moved to Google? Yeah, I think I maybe about eight or nine months. So yeah. like in the graduate program, you do two years. So my two years was up and I got kept on, thankfully. Mm. Loved my time in Tours Marland. And then started obviously looking elsewhere because there was no kind of permanent roles open at the time. So I had applied to lots of different tech companies and then thankfully was accepted into Google. And yeah, it was the best day. Ever. I remember we went Seven and got the second one on our lunch break. Yeah. The day you got it. Oh my God, you were there. Yeah. You were there for so many yeah, crucial moments in my life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the best day ever. And yeah, I'm in Google now seven plus years. So yeah, part of the furniture. Well, we didn't stop the traveling anyway when you no. got home. We did trips to London Fashion Week. Do you remember that? Yes. I remember walking around until my, literally I could feel the pain of my feet in my shoulders. Oh my God. Like I wasn't obviously used to wearing heels for that long. Oh, no, I don't think I ever wore heels since. <laughs> we probably talked our way into some things there. I'm yeah, sure we did. We, did. we always do. Yeah, yeah. We did Milan Fashion Big Week. fashion bloggers. Yeah. <laughs> like 400 followers. <laughs> Derv is the ultimate. Like you're so good at talking your way into things. Flagging I don't know anyone, things. anyone who can do it as well as you. I'm a bit rusty now. I have no night. <laughs> clubs to black my way into for a while. Oh, if you need to pass out a cue, talk to Derv. Yeah. Talk to Derv. Um, we did Coachella oh, twice. So good. We did New York for the Victoria's Secrets fashion show, which was the most amazing Still trip. the best trip Still. we've ever been on. Genuinely. In our friendship. Yeah, I know. Don't. We'll never top that, Hands will we? Down. I don't think so. Unless someone like invites us to mm. something else huge. So we did three days with Victoria's Secrets and then we did three days separate to that just ourselves just oh, yeah. eating literally went on a food tour oh my god went to like the bagel restaurant Sedell's with the, they've got like afternoon tea style bagels yeah Budokan and I feel like the food's gotten a lot better in Dublin though hasn't it oh I was only just saying this with a group of Googlers because obviously they're all like European and international and they like have Dublin up there as like one of their favourite cities for food. It made me so proud, but it has. Like, You're such a foodie as well. I'm like. such a foodie. And like then it, you only realise how good Dublin is when you go away and you're mm-hmm. looking for your brunch spot yeah. until three or four or o'clock in the day on a Sunday and they're not open mm-hmm. and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're very lucky here. I think Dublin has come a long way and they're doing great. I suppose what I really wanted to have you on today is not to talk about all our fun, exciting times <laughs> and all that, you know. But that are behind us. Yeah, but <laughs> hopefully... I mean, I don't know what the future looks like, but I know. you've been living it up since you've had Killian. You've you yeah. still travel and you still totally. are yourselves and do what you like to do. But um, you got married in the last year. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that's this. Like, it's not even a year. I know it's crazy. Like, obviously, we went through the pandemic, mm. so we did things backwards. But it was all very much meant to be. Uh, we obviously had planned the wedding in 2021 and then COVID hit. So that really was a no brainer for us. We'd far too it many. It was May 2020 was the first. May. Oh, sorry, you're yeah. right. Jeez, that's very 
I just honestly, guys, feel like I was planning a wedding for six or seven years. I'm just a bit PTSD. Yeah, sorry, 2020. Yeah, you're right. And we were planning it for about two years, just trying to save up. And then the COVID hit, the COVID, as mom calls it, and it was a no brainer. We had way too many high risk people in our family. So pushed it out. And then that's when we decided to start a family. So having Killian was genuinely the best thing that's ever happened to us. I can speak on behalf of Harry. I definitely think he'd feel the same. But, um, yeah, it's just been amazing ever since. And like you said, like we're living life to the fullest, but it's like a different type of full. Like obviously he just makes it just all the worthwhile. I remember when you told me over FaceTime and I was oh like God. just so shocked. Like I literally couldn't because like, oh. I didn't know you were trying. Oh my God, I know. And I was just like, you recorded it in my face. Oh my God, I know. I can't even remember. It all just happened kind of so fast, but... And you, you were, were quite like, like first you were person quite, I wanted to tell, yeah. but I was avoiding you. I know. I wasn't I, answering your calls because I can't lie to you. Like, and I remember being like, oh, why would she answer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Particularly needy at that time, I obviously. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And then it was great then when I could finally see you and just it was difficult, obviously, because I spent like the majority of my pregnancy in lockdown. I can't imagine so, doing that. Yeah. No. Yeah, it definitely was hard. Like, I remember I took a diary. So much of it was just consumed by COVID, like mm. how I I was feeling about COVID, my anxiousness. Obviously, I'm really health conscious and just mentally, psychologically, definitely had an impact. And only when I started sharing on Instagram, I realised how much it impacted so many other women mm. expecting as well. You weren't allowed your partners in with scans. So like now, obviously, you get to have Mark in. I just can't imagine that. And either. having yeah. Harry in, it's just like so nice. So he didn't go into one scan with you? So he got, they were allowed to go to the 20-week scan, oh. but they had to leave straight after before I went back to my consultant. So like they weren't allowed in any waiting rooms. They had to be called and come straight up. Like it was oh all God. very, obviously for the right reasons, but mm-hmm. it was just so so tough and um, I used to have to in every scan record and also take in the scan at the same time so trying to like memorise everything and mm-hmm. then regurgitate it to him to make him feel better so like I found out the gender on my own and then went out and told him and different things like that but mm-hmm. like obviously it's just such a blessing you don't care how it happens but um, now that he's experiencing it you realise how special it really is like we knew no different because mm-hmm. it was our first but now he's coming yeah. in he's meeting my consultant like it, it makes it a lot more real for him mm-hmm. I think and then that's so important for the partner in, yeah. in the situation if there is a partner. Because you feel everything. Yeah. You, like your body's going through so much. Totally. But like nothing has really changed. for them to connect. Yeah. yeah for them. Totally. Yeah. The scans are such a big part of the journey. So yeah, no, we are very appreciative that like the restrictions have been lifted and uh, he's going to be by my side a lot more, which is great. And he got to be at your wedding. As well, really. Harry did, yeah. Thank God, yeah. I know. <laughs> and Killian. <laughs> yeah, no, that was amazing too. Like we were so like thrilled. Obviously, last year was a very tough year. Like with my parents being really sick, so mm-hmm. like families, just everything, and like having Killian there, and like he's my parents' world and my family's world. So he just like brings so much light into our lives. Mm-hmm. Like when it, a lot of the time it can be quite dark. So I'm really happy that he got to be there, and uh, yeah, it all went really well and like he obviously hadn't a clue what was going on because he was still so young like even looking at him now I think he probably would have enjoyed the wedding a bit more at this age than mm. the age he was at but it'll be nice to show him the pictures and yeah. it was just special for us to have show him there show him the video and of him crying yeah I know oh my god he'll be like <laughs> <laughs> and he was sorry Auntie Lou <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, he's so cute. It's hard to you imagine life without him, like, isn't it? Oh my God, totally. He loves you. Oh my God, he adores you. Like he, I feel like you were one of the first that met him. Like, so he has that bond. And I see him quite regularly. Like, yeah. he like, he knows me. Totally. Yeah. 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 I know it is. And he puts on a show for me whenever he sees oh, me. So. He, all he wants to do is impress you. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, all right, Killian. <laughs> Relax there, the old smirks, the yeah. little charmer. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, no, it is. It's really nice. For people who don't know your parents or know your story, do you want to explain a little bit, you know, about what they've gone through health-wise? Absolutely. Um, so both of my parents have unfortunately been sick all my life. So my dad more so from like a cancer perspective and then my mom uh, more so from like long-term illnesses. She has Crohn's disease and uh, some autoimmune disorders and a long list of other things that unfortunately cause her to have like a really tough quality of life on a daily basis. Um, and so... It feels like every year it's been something else that's been kind of holding her back from living her her best life. So, yeah, I think that has had a huge impact on us, like as a family and, and myself as well. And that's why I have just put so much emphasis on good health, because like we count ourselves lucky if we have one month of good health. Like mom's just at a hospital after mm-hmm. having really bad pneumonia mm. for a month and I couldn't see her because I was pregnant and they didn't want me to catch it. So it's just like a, a common thread in our family. And so when like health is number one, nothing else really matters. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the idea of grandkids came on the scene, obviously, with Killian. He was the first and he just brought so much happiness to their lives. So it's really exciting that we have please got another uh, to join the, the team. Mam was actually really sick when Killian was born so she didn't actually get to like form a bond at that stage. So she's like, this time round I'm going to be by your side mm. and I'm going to be with the baby mm-hmm. all the way and I'll be teaching it Irish because she's she's an Irish teacher retired obviously mm-hmm. now but uh, she loves the, the Irish and so yeah, it's, it's a really nice time for everyone and it's positive news to be focusing on. Yeah, and I think you it's made you so strong as well, everything you've gone through and Very. it really, like you totally know what the priorities are yeah you know. try to like it mm. I think you've no choice sometimes mm. yeah. just to be resilient and I find I go on autopilot whether it's good or not like obviously you need to feel your feelings but I'm very pragmatic then I just think okay what's the solution here like mm-hmm. you know what do we need to get or what, or what do we need to get dad or what do we you know need to do to, to fix things and I've had such a great support from Harry God love him he's had to grow up so fast <laughs> when we first met because I needed that like emotional support at a very young age yeah. uh, when time are tough but we have great support great friends and and um, they're two of the most amazing people in my life and I'm excited now for some healthy years mm. ahead baby number two is en route I so know. you're interested to see what the dynamic will be like with two and yeah no I'm, I'm excited I remember I, this time I noticed obviously with you quite early because yes. you had been so sick I went AWOL again <laughs> And I just knew. I knew it. It's so crazy. I remember <laughs> calling you and you're like, Are you? Because <laughs> it was way because less of a drum you roll. Got, you got me so much the first time. Yeah. I was like, No, no, no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She's not tricking me again. I know. And like, how long? Because I was sick for the full three months. Like, how long can you blame it on like sickness? Mm, and also because you told me you were going to tell me straight away. Yeah. I was like, I'm allowed now. Waiting. Allowed. <laughs> I know, yeah. Oh my and God. And also because I was, I was like... I you were dying for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need to tell you, so you told... How did you not tell me that day? In that moment. <gasps> oh. I just wanted you to have your moment. You're you know? so sweet. Like that's such a big deal. Yeah, you know. so nice. And then I just wanted to, to tell you in person. I wanted to see you and... So nice. Yeah. Oh my God. Like my reaction to your news is just... Oh my God, iconic. So funny. <laughs> 
and screaming for so much of it. I know. And you were so sick like that. Oh. At that time, those couple of weeks, you were just so sure, unwell. You were like, I'll call out. I was like, oh, you don't have to. And I was like, mm. oh, no, I will. So I knew then I had to shower. So <laughs> I showered, oh, I nearly died. Nearly I was so like, no, shower. no, I need to come out. Yeah. And need to, like, it was such a relief. Because it's really hard to not have anyone in, I, I found. Totally. Like, obviously, I had Mark, of yeah. course, you know, and that was amazing. Yeah. But it's hard to like when you have to totally change everything and people are like, why? You know, why aren't you coming out or why, totally. are you, why you know, these kind of things? Yeah. Why won't you have a glass of wine or, you know? Yeah. Those early weeks are really it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you're so tired and you're so scared and nervous. Yeah. It's just nice to be able to tell a couple of people, I think, totally. and have people to rely on. You yeah. Know? Like I remember the first time around on Killian, I told like two ladies who were pregnant already mm-hmm. and I had them and obviously you mm-hmm. to kind of lean on and be like, is this normal? Is this normal? Because I know you have the apps and we're so lucky because our parents didn't have the apps and lots mm-hmm. of different resources out there. But like having just someone to like text and be like, oh my God, I'm having like the most overwhelming day and I just need to cry. And, you know, things like that is so important in those early weeks. And I think you mentioned it before, like on your Instagram, just like having someone to kind of lean on if something does happen that's concerning in the journey, like it's so important. But I totally appreciate everyone's different. Some people want to tell everyone, some Mm. people want to keep it to themselves a little bit longer. And you genuinely just need to do you Mm -hmm. in those um, moments because it is, it's such an an individual experience. Mm -hmm. We're like a week apart. Super close. How are you finding it so far? So much better. Obviously, I had the high premises at the start. I didn't really expect it because I was sick on Killian, like, but I wasn't like as sick as I was. So it was a bit of a shock to the system, like cancelled lots of trips and stuff like that. I just couldn't lift my head. Like it was really debilitating. We were just so grateful. I had about a week, I think, before the sickness hit where I was like, oh, this is going to be a, you know, walk in the park. Um, And then the sickness hit and I couldn't keep water down for a good like two and a half months, three months. So that was like really mentally challenging, like no hiding, no like avoiding the topic, like hardest time in my life. <laughs> like mm. it was just so hard, so tough. And obviously you're so grateful at the same time, but you just can't stop getting sick. Like God love Harry, he had to do all the solo parenting and did the heavy lifting. And I'm so grateful to him for that. But I've come out the other side. Please God, that's me done with the sickness. I'm obviously aware it can come back at some stages, but I'm still on medication and just to be able to get up in the morning and not think the first thing you're going to do is get sick is Mm. amazing and yeah just really enjoying like having normal days and being back in the office and seeing people and doing like little Mm -hmm. things just enjoying the sun and the beach and I couldn't walk to the end of my road like so it's just amazing the turnaround that I've Mm. made and I'm conscious some women can have it all throughout their pregnancy as well. So yeah, I can totally empathize with those Mm. women that it's not easy. And I think there's a lot of emphasis on like enjoying your pregnancy to the fullest. And some women don't get that chance and that's really tough. But Mm. it is, I just kept saying to myself, it is so worth it and it's such a miracle so by the end of it like it will be worth its weight in yeah, gold so 100%. yeah I think that's kind of what got me through it but it feeling great now though like when yeah. you're trying to work and yeah. you're trying to mind Killian yes and you have to tell people super early when you don't want to yeah 
But like, how else are you going to explain you can't come in, you know? Totally. And it's so unpredictable. Like it could have been gone after five weeks or eight Mm -hmm. weeks or 12 weeks or like I now, like I'm over the sickness, but I have other complaints. So Mm. it's a very unpredictable journey. So uh, my advice is just like taking things day by day because you just don't know what next week will bring. So just enjoy feeling good now Mm -hmm. and make the most of it and just be kind to yourself because it is only a nine month you know Mm. stint the next journey will start after that and it's just oh my god it's so worth it like I would do it 10 times over like the brain is so fascinating because I'm already starting to forget Forget, how hard it was like Harry's able to remember and tell me like oh my god like you know that was traumatic watching you like that but I'm already like oh no no worries you know not not the worst so it's amazing when did the sickness kind of turn for you so I'd say maybe like 14 weeks okay, and then like I'd say in the last week or two has been really great so I'm lucky I wasn't sick yeah but I did have loads of other symptoms yeah like the people don't really talk about I know like diarrhea yeah I know Um, cramps back pain loads of pains like I couldn't exercise at all yeah and obviously severe tiredness all that stuff and emotions you know yeah so I recorded a vlog and I put it on my YouTube and I remember I showed it to Mark before I put it up and he's like God, it's very somber because he knows how happy I am. I and he's like, is that the, and I'm like, yeah, but that is like, that is the reality of it. Like, even though you're really happy, you're like still going through all these emotions of yeah. like nerves. And if you're sick and if you're sore and if you're tired and worry and like, you know. It's a mixture of emotions, like you're ecstatic, but then you're worried to be too mm-hmm. ecstatic. And you're so like, I think the underlining theme is you're so grateful and mm-hmm. so happy, mm-hmm. but there is undeniable emotions there and yeah. like just the sense of being very overwhelmed with it all and yeah I definitely think the first trimester is survival mode so mm-hmm. like people who are sick just like get through it just survive whether it's McDonald's yeah. every day just do what you have to do to get through those few weeks I remember you said to me you were like I'm just so sick of eating toast and yeah. white beige, beige food beans. yeah because you're so healthy I'm and you're so used healthy. to exercising yeah. and you just didn't feel good. You felt no, awful. Like. That was like a domino effect. Mm. So I was like lethargic and sluggish. And yeah, but I mean, like that again, it's survival mode. You get through it. It's a window in your life. Like you're growing another human. So it's going to have that knock on effect. But so lucky now that I'm like out the other side and I'm just grateful to be like, please God, on, on the right track. Yeah, now. we're nearly halfway. I know. That's the thing. It's flying in. Actually being busy is good, like because we were in lockdown, so we were just like in Donegal for a good bit of it and just like Went not by much slowly. to be doing. Yeah, because yeah. obviously we were all just at home, whereas now we're busy, we've still, you know, the going into the office a bit and, you know, social things like hen parties and things that you would never go to in lockdown. Mm-hmm. So it's actually really nice. It's like making time go by a lot quicker, which is I know. ideal when and you're sick. The, it's wedding season like at the moment, doesn't it? <sighs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah. So we have we have a wedding in June, a wedding in July, October and December. So oh. it's busy. It's busy for the rest of the year and that's not including everything else. Oh like, my yeah. God. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's exciting. You'll have to dress the bump now. We'll be all following you for fashion advice on how Trying, to dress the bump. I've literally never bought so much. No. I'm just like Take anything loose. So much. Yeah. I can't get my size right because obviously mm-hmm. I'm gaining like weight like every week as I say in June on the way here. Mm-hmm. 
it's like a pound a week at the minute. So my legs, my arms are one size and then everything else, my torso and everything mm. is another two sizes up. So yeah, I, I told Harry, listen, there'll be lots of things coming in, but they're not staying here. Mm. <laughs> they're not, they won't be paying rent. She'll be bringing them back. Don't worry. It was a different time kind of you were pregnant with Gillian the last time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was mostly through the winter. Yeah. So I took out my maternity bag there the other day and everything was like fat man pants and <laughs> baggy tracks. COVID as well, yeah. Because we were all just like living our best lives in loungewear. So now I really have to think of like what suits the bump dresses just dresses yeah no lots of ribbed dresses that's what I've gone for so we were chatting a little about this before as well like I'm not really showing it I've got a small bump but I'm like dying for (laughs) to be a bit bigger because it'd be easier to dress then I feel and just for peace of mind like you kind of like know everything's okay almost like you know yeah I don't know yeah. yeah we were talking about that and like everyone's so different as well it's so, so funny like isn't it I actually mentioned it on my Instagram as well in my Q&A like and I need to listen to my own advice mm-hmm. too like mm-hmm. it, you are so guilty of um, comparison on Instagram like you're seeing tons of different women lots of shapes and sizes whether they're pregnant or not yeah. and then it's so easy to look at yourself in the mirror and go okay why am I not like that mm. why don't I fit into that bracket and so like I was just trying to share you know that it is like a journey and if your body changes it's changing for the better mm. and it's changing to grow your baby and so it's such a, a unique experience and to try and Give yourself that bit more love during that time because I have been guilty, like particularly lately because we have to get out of the house a lot more. Mm. I'm kind of looking on Instagram going, gee, my God, like, you know, comparing myself to other pregnancies and it's it's not good. And mm. yeah, if you can at all, try and avoid it because you are you're your own individual, you're on your own journey. Mm. And I promise you after baby comes, you'll have more time and well, not more time. You will not have more time. You will have, you know, a chance to go on another journey with your body and actually kind of get that uh, feeling so back. Hard, it, it is hard. No doubt. You spend so long it. trying to just feel your best self. Feel, yeah, yeah exactly. Totally. And, and like everyone's Obviously it's different. worth it now. I'm not yeah. saying of course it is, you know, but it's challenging. I get so many mind, you know, on a regular basis and it's like, how do you get your head around your body changing? And it is, I think we all feel it, that, mm-hmm. that sense of things changing, things growing in different places and like it's absolutely normal how you're feeling but it is just natural it's your body's way of protecting your baby mm-hmm. and yeah I think even different heights like I'm mm-hmm. like shorter you're taller you're like our bumps will be different in that mm-hmm. way and so definitely good to just and focus your on your baby own journey exactly you know, that, that yeah also makes I was so taken aback because my bump came on quicker mm-hmm. my doctor said yesterday that's so normal that's your second baby so yeah. everyone is different and to just really focus on yourself and just being kind to yourself yes yeah. that's important too do you feel a little bit more at ease with it being your second like that you kind of know what's happening um, a little bit, but like you'd be amazed at how much you forget. Like I am already trying to find templates that I had and to do lists and checklists and everything because like obviously Killian is in toddler mode. So you like you're consumed by toddler tips and toddler forums and everything. So definitely will still do all of the pregnancy 101 courses. We like do, yeah. yeah, the uh, baby academy, those antenatal classes, like they're so, so good. And I always say to try leave them to the closer to the baby comes because it's fresh then on your yeah. memory but like nothing will prepare you for the arrival anyway and you very much learn on the job so mm-hmm. I was saying like not to panic but I definitely could do whatever fresher but we feel we feel better um, definitely because we were like okay we have Killian so just kind of try to do what we did but mm-hmm. yeah it'll be busy it'll be very mm-hmm. hectic 
do you have any lessons like I suppose things that worked out differently than what you thought they would that you'd like pass on to people me um, namely namely me in, in motherhood <laughs> yeah I would definitely say try not to panic in the run up to pregnancies. I feel like I've already like oh, are you, this with you. She tells me this on a on weekly a basis. I'm like, like voice. Like, when should I buy the stuff? I'm like, mm. you have so much and time. Then obviously like, we where did. we're living and all. Yeah. There's so many things so to many worry about. Have, yeah. Like, you know, we you did so much online. So like now you have the luxury of going into stores and like really doing your research. And but like I always say to people now, like, I remember breastfeeding at like 4 a.m. and thinking, oh my God, we've run out of muslins. I'm straight on to Amazon. Next day delivery, mm. you got muslins the next day. Mm. So like try not to panic about having absolutely everything on your checklist straight away because friends will pop into mm. guns. Like pennies wasn't open for us. So like, you know, you have so much at the tip of your fingers. So try not to stress too much about yeah. having everything. Because if you need something, like even when you're in the hospital, Americans pop to the mm. shop, bring you big knickers. Like you're good. Like mm. you just try not to stress about that. Um, that's one piece of advice. The second piece of advice is like you can absorb as many books and online articles and courses as possible but your instinct on the spot will help you so much like you'll learn so much as you go and it may not be covered in the course or mm. it may have been you weren't listening or your partner wasn't listening and so like you will learn so much on the spot and like you will be absolutely fine <laughs> it's like a, a minefield of things you have to to learn isn't it totally. and I haven't really like, I mean obviously I've got the apps I'm learning about pregnancy now yeah. like learning about birth there's going to be another thing and then learning about looking after a baby yeah even though like I feel like I know the basics but not maybe maybe not for a newborn like you know what I mean I don't really totally like I'll never forget the first day in Hollis Street and like obviously Harry went home and like lights out just you and your baby in the room and I was like oh my god (laughs) like what is going on (laughs) you know like it, it it's it's such an overwhelming experience, but then you're just like instinct kicks in and you just ask mm. for help. Mm. Ask for help from everyone and anyone. And like, honestly, you will, you'll get through. You'll have a baby in one hand on your phone and the other with yeah. me on the other. Yeah, and I'll be asking you like, is this happening to you? It's happening to me. You know, one thing I found that has been really nice in sharing the news is just even talking to people being like you know I just feel a bit nervous about this and people think me too that's normal and you're like okay great thanks. yeah that's a one thing that like that I love about Instagram is when people are really vulnerable and honest because yeah. it just makes the whole rest of the people who are feeling the same way feel yeah. so much better so like I really I really do feel that you're not alone and mm. like talking is the best thing for it so mm-hmm. whether you're in mothers groups or you meet new people or you're talking to people on mm-hmm. Instagram like just sharing that can make people feel so much mm-hmm. better because you're genuinely not alone like everybody mm-hmm. experiences it in one shape and people have such helpful tips like even today somebody said to me because I said we're not going to find out the gender oh, as yes. you know yeah. we're going to wait and she said you can ask the doctor or the midwife to tell your partner and they can tell you and that's like a really nice way of getting them involved oh, like when it's happening when it happens yeah, so I said it that to Mark. So I was like, just in case I forget to say it to you. He's like, oh, I love that idea. I was like, oh, you know. That's so nice. Yeah. That's the thing I've never, obviously, because we found out the gender. And so, like, little tips like that are so valuable for mm. people who keep it a surprise. Because mm. you just would never know how to approach that. Mm-hmm. Or even, like, in the scans, like, making sure your consultant knows the mm-hmm. surprise and that kind of thing. Like, it's tips that you'd never think of, naturally, when you're on your first. Yeah. So that's so nice. What do you think the setup will be like when you have two? Is Killian in his own room now? He, uh, is. he is in his own room, yeah. So Killian slept in the next to me, beside us, for mm-hmm. about six 
six or seven months because he had really bad silent reflux. Mm. So we did not sleep <laughs> for six months because uh, he choked a lot. So it was a really scary time. I but remember that. Was so we scary. like bought our first monitor at like, I think five or six months. And we just decided then, I think around like maybe eight months to move him into his cot, like everything had like improved significantly. Mm. So he's in his own room now this past while. So we'll do the same with the next baby. They'll be with us for up to six months mm-hmm. and then move them in. So Killian will uh, we'll do up another room for him. Oh. Um, probably full of trains and planes and tractors. Mm. He <laughs> so he's graduating from the jungle team to mm. tractors and planes. And is he excited? Yeah, like it's funny because obviously he's so young. Like he's two uh, next month. But we like, I think just one day, like he was totally ignoring the concept for a while. I was like, oh, baby in mommy's belly. And he was like, yeah, all right, good. Good luck. Where's Tractor Ted? Mm. And then now he must have been when like my belly grew a little bit. He was like, whoa, mama. (laughs) And he was coming over and I was like, say hi to baby. And he says hi and he wants to open it. So he wants to open my belly. Like he wants to (laughs) actually see the baby. Same. Yeah, same. (laughs) (laughs) And he he gives the baby a kiss and he wants to give the baby a dody. So Mm. he's always putting the dody up to my belly. So it's so special Mm. and makes me very emotional to think that like he'll have another sibling soon. Mm -hmm. And like just knowing the impact Killian has had on all of our lives, just to think there'll be another one is just, please God, all going well um, is just so special. It's mad like to see him with your family. He's just like... The wedding, like he stole the shoulder of everyone's <laughs> life. It was his wedding. <laughs> it's so funny. The very posh christening. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me so excited for Christmas this year. It's going to be so different, doesn't like, it? That's why I was so excited when you told me because it just all of the kind of memories and special moments came rushing through. And like my pregnancy aside, the fact that like we're best friends mm. and pregnant together, just like focusing on your own mm. journey is just, I just know what's ahead of you and I'm just so happy for you I both. Know. You're just so maternal to me in my eyes anyway and like you couldn't get enough of Killian so I'm just so excited for you and what's yeah. to come and, and then the fact that we're a week apart like makes me so Hopefully emotional we'll be in we could be in the hospital at the same tea. time <laughs> Harry full on was like you planned this surely you wanted to check in the same time like no God I feel possible. like we need to touch wood now or something. I know <laughs> yeah I know but no very grateful so far yeah. to be on the journey together my mom actually and her best friend were pregnant together oh no but I think they I were like maybe that. a few months I don't know I didn't know (laughs) yeah and they have like little bump pics and everything and it's just really special and their Mm. kids were so close growing up so we were laughing kids have no choice yeah (laughs) it's either a girlfriend or a boyfriend or Mm. a best friend who knows I know I was saying to Derba recently you you wouldn't want to be the underperforming child you'd be in serious trouble (laughs) well listen they're walking and they're talking so oh stop (laughs) and I was like your kid's gonna have a car first and a phone first that's what I'm worried about Oh no, we'll talk to each other, we'll consult with each other. (laughs) Because, oh my God, such and such is going to a disco, why haven't I left? (laughs) That's what I'm worried about. Oh listen, there's so much to be worried about. Like even I talk about Christmas and how exciting it's going to be. It's like there's so many logistics to figure out around that. Like Mark's Belfast and Limerick. Yeah. And we're going to be living in Dublin. I know. How do we uh, see all those, all of our families with a newborn I don't know you know what though it'd be so early days you just ask people to come to you like ideally oh, because you know what these are the things I lie awake at night and yeah. I'm like and then I wake up and I'm like this is not what you should be worrying about like you no, know what I mean it's I just like not good it's natural though yeah. you know, your mind's in overdrive you're yeah. thinking of absolutely everything but I guarantee you when it happens it will be so early days everyone will just want to 
be there for you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely don't stress too much about it. Yeah. yeah. I think what else do I need to, to run by you today to, to clear my anxiety? Oh, <laughs> and I, I am like, I'm learning every day. Like I literally just got a booster seat. Apparently could, I could have had that a year ago. Oh really? For kidding? <laughs> uh, like, you know, just the different things that you can get. Like, mm. you know, when you're out for a restaurant and we rocked up and there was no high chairs left and then... I was like looking around I was like what happens what like because he's so wriggly mm. and active and so I saw loads of parents with like these little like mini booster seats sure enough looked it up and like he could have had it like when he was like able to sit mm. up and it's just those little tips that you're like oh god I never would have thought of that and it's just amazing that there is realistically something for every need mm. out there for kids if I'm ever to venture into a new career it'll be a baby product <laughs> because <laughs> if it's going to give a parent a bit of peace of mind like it's worth its weight in gold mm. Mm-hmm. But like, honestly, I'll share everything I can with you, but I guarantee you there will be so much more that I can share. Like mm. it's everyone's journey is so individual. And if you're an expert, then uh, you're doing well. But yeah. I, I just think that like you will take what you need from mm-hmm. everyone. Like just be like a sponge with everyone. Like you could talk yeah. to 10 people and get 10 different tips. So it's really nice that way just to like take what you need and what suits you. It's one of those topics where people are so passionate about it because obviously it's so personal and people love everyone I mean most people I talk to love being a mother and like have so much wisdom to share yes yeah that it's so it's great in that sense you know totally like and it's nice obviously when you hear like I think mothers can be very honest as well yeah. and vulnerable and mm. like it's not easy no doubt about it it's a roller coaster like I loved Molly May's honesty when she had her baby mm. like she was like nothing can prepare you it's honestly the biggest roller coasters your lows are so low but then your highs are like no other high you've ever experienced and it makes all the lows all the worthwhile so definitely not a walk in the park but like when you see a giggle or a laugh or a smile it just deletes everything else that's <laughs> happened the puke on your shoulder the poo on the floor <laughs> all the different things that come with having a newborn mm-hmm. but yeah like I, I would definitely not be one to hide from the, the tough times because yeah. I think that can prepare you and then when the good times come you just appreciate them so much more mm. oh that's so nice yeah we have such exciting things to look forward to like even for the rest of the summer little dates together and yeah. like you know whatever mat leave we take that we We'll have that together and it's just going to be so, so nice even for the lads like Mm -hmm. to have each other because they'll be at the exact same stage again. it's so important for them as well to have people to talk to. Yeah. And like I remember Harry downloaded some app and it was like what to expect when your wife's expecting yeah, so <laughs> or your I remember you gave or, me some, some apps yeah, for Mark as well that were really helpful totally and there's like the wonder weeks and uh, lots of different things that like Harry said okay well listen I'll download this so I can kind of scrub up in this area you already have the flows and the mm-hmm. what to expect app so why don't we just like divide and conquer and it was nice so much so actually when I told you Harry offered the book for Mark that I had gotten. Already him. bought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those books are really nice just to obviously get mm. whether it be your partner or like a parent who's mm-hmm. supporting you through a pregnancy or a husband or wife, no matter who it is mm-hmm. with you. It's nice to, you know, get them prepared as well so yeah. that they know what to expect. So I think I know the answer to this, but what are like your hopes and dreams for the year ahead I'm not going to ask you beyond that because there's enough happening this year oh my god like when you even when you think of like far far ahead I just couldn't even tell you but in the next year I just put everything down to health like I don't really care what's happening as long as like 
my loved ones and myself are healthy, like obviously, you know, my parents and everything. So I would just love for a healthy year. I'd love nothing more than a healthy year. No hospital visits Mm. and just for everyone to just enjoy themselves. Please, God, have a healthy baby at the end of the year and to enter into 2024. Oh, my God, how crazy. Enter into 2024 with, yeah, all of my loved ones beside me. Like, obviously, you've got like career goals and everything like that, but it's just so insignificant when health is not like a green light mm-hmm. so uh, yeah definitely and that that stuff kind of has to go on pause a little bit like doesn't yeah. it when which I'm learning I'm trying to learn yeah when you're preparing for this time because you need to just give that everything for a couple of weeks totally. you know or months maybe I'm not really sure yeah once you've had the baby yeah yeah just to focus on yourself and I mean, you've just had someone who you've given birth to and you are their world. Mm. So like they're completely reliant on you and it's it's such an amazing feeling, but a, a big responsibility. So mm-hmm. giving yourself that time and I talk a lot about it on my Instagram as well, about women's health and like postnatal recovery and not forgetting about yourself as well. So like whether you have a C-section or a vaginal delivery, like making sure you're giving yourself that time to heal, mm. not rushing back to things too quickly, getting the right advice from women's health physios as well as your consultant or your midwife check-ins just so that you are at your optimal body-wise and mentally-wise. I always say like, you know, you've got your two-week baby blues to expect straight after the pregnancy, but if you're feeling down or, or low from then onwards, making sure that you're like being open and honest with your partner and your family Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and really checking in on yourself because all of that can be rectified so quickly if you're open and and you ask for help. Mm -hmm. So I'm a big kind of advocate for women's health after baby as well as obviously focusing on baby that, you know, you don't forget about yourself as well. Yeah, no, I know you're so good at looking after yourself and talking about things and that's so important. Like your mental health is so important and when you're having a baby, you get these surge of hormones that like are sometimes rational and (laughs) cause you to be sometimes irrational. And Mm, so mm -hmm. it's really important to just make sure that you're kind to yourself during these times. Does it get worse after the baby? Um, (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I took so many photos, especially the irrational times, Mm. like after I had Killian, both myself and Harry were obviously juggling. We were in our little baby bubble and it was COVID, so not many people were visiting. So it was great. We were just on autopilot and we're trying to like get used to our new jobs, our new roles. And I just like thought he was angry at me. I thought he was like, didn't like me or something. And it was just this irrational because mm. you're, you think about it, you've just had your baby. So all the hormones are leaving yeah, your yeah, body yeah, then yeah, yeah. and everything is just going, okay, this is the next stage. Mm-hmm. And so I said it to him and he was like, what are you talking about? You know what? You're not the first person I've heard say that either. Really? Like, yeah. Maybe not that exact thing, but yeah, no. but just about how it can be afterwards. Yeah, totally. Can't wait. No, no. And honestly, you, you met me so early on. Oh, I know. And you were sad. You yeah. were, Sad. You were you were tired emotional. and sore and emotional and I was like Exhausted. emotional seeing you and meeting Killian and yeah. I was just like it's, and that's reality. I, I know that me being there and reminding you helped. I could see it in you totally. So I guess that's important to remember as well to lean on people when you need to. Yeah. So it was really Mm. early stages, and it was so nice to see you and just be able to open up to you because I was so sore and I was so tired. But like everything is a phase. So even like the two week was a milestone, and then a month, and then Mm -hmm. three month, and even Molly May, I know, mentioned her loads, but she even said like the three month is such a big milestone that you really feel like you're kind of getting the hang of things and the six months and so every stage you do feel like you're getting another bit of like 
you know, relief confidence. and confidence. Yeah. And yeah, so it is. No, you will absolutely fly it. Mm. And you're not alone. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I'm excited. I'm excited for everything that's to come. Yeah. And for you too. Thank you. Excited so to much. be on this journey together. I know. Oh my God, the, the art of multitasking is yeah. about to be <laughs> leveled up. <laughs> I don't think we'll have the struggle of trying to look busy anymore. No. 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 <laughs> we had so much time in our hands back then. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming oh. in today and for the chats. And for anyone who wants to find you on Instagram, your handle is Bella Zor. Yep. And you chat all things motherhood women's health, fitness, yeah. food, all that good stuff. Absolutely. And yeah, just more of what we've kind of talked about today as totally. well. Totally. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lou. It's been so nice to be on. I've heard so many of your podcasts so far and it's just so nice to be able to come on and do an official chat with you. We, we'll have to come on in a couple of months time maybe as well. Uh, yeah, bumpy. If we can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Thank you so much for listening to that podcast episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. It was just such a nice, easy one obviously having your best friend on is just like having the chat I feel like we were catching up over a cup of tea so I hope you enjoyed and if you want to listen back to other episodes of Open Book we are available now on the Go Loud player and everywhere you get your podcasts